music is one of them for example like music is huge for me and i i love music and like i love like creating music and you know i play different instruments and like record stuff and like just posting stuff online like that like like I, I see like sometimes the stats on my soundcloud is like over like 100 people listen to you like today i'm like what the heck like that's crazy i was just like posting songs just just for the heck of it but like people are actually using that and like people like it's actually being used for the glory of god so action hey guys welcome back to keep it at 99 here with another episode and i'm here today with a very special guest on part two of our series on coptic youth Thank you, George Bashara, for coming. Of course. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on here. It's a blessing to have you, as always. It's awesome to be here. I'm excited. Yeah. So, you know, my first question for you, you know, being a Coptic youth in America, um, you know, my first question for you is kind of like, you know, like, what do you do? Like, who are you? You know, like, wh- what are you in relation to the world? As a Coptic youth? Um, so, I would say, um, so Coptic means Egyptian, right? So, I mean, we're all, like... Egyptian, but I, f- I feel like even more importantly, like in terms of my identity would be that like I'm Christian. So meaning that like the center of my life is me, is Christ really. So I feel like a lot of things, at least a lot of like the things in this world kind of sway us left and right. And like, there's a lot of different things that we could be pushed with and pulled by. But I feel like it's really good to have kind of one thing right at the center that kind of pulls you in and keeps you anchored uh to something that's consistent and like not changing so i would say yeah i'm egyptian yeah i'm coptic but i'm really christian meaning like i'm christ-centered so how did you kind of find that you know sense of identity like where did that come from well for me personally i think i kind of just grew up in it um but i don't think i really really like accepted it like and fully came in terms with it until I don't know I want to say like maybe four-ish years ago I I don't think like so or maybe it was more like kind of gradual like kind of gradually finding myself like or finding Christ um but I don't know so I, I yeah I feel like it was just more of a gradual approach of just like seeing who I am and then again like I was kind of sick and tired of, you know, being swayed by so many external factors. I wanted something consistent. I wanted to be grounded into one thing. And I felt like Christ was the best, like, one thing that could be, you know what I'm saying? Um, So how did that kind of change go about from, like, being, like, kind of, like, passive in your faith to being more active? Like, where where did that change? Like, what kind of, was it a certain event that occurred or did you just kind of, like grow into it like what what exactly was it yeah so I feel like it was like several different events in my life um uh but like I I think one event in particular kind of like um kind of sparked this and this was like so this was I guess we'll just go deep like right into it so um I had like a pretty pretty bad car accident that happened um I would say like I want to say like a year and a half ago that's kind of what's like, I don't want to say that that's what sparked it or even started my relationship with Christ, but it was something that really was an eye-opening. Um, so basically, I was just driving and like, I basically got into an accident on Intersect and like my car flipped over and it was just crazy. But thank, thank God I was okay. I just had like a scratch, um, but like the car was totaled and it was, it was crazy. But um, 
like what I've learned from that experience is like, you know, I was, I was so busy with med school. I was like, you know, like I was literally on my way to the gym to like, like work out and like do flashcards while I was at the gym. And like, I like, like I, I was just thinking of that and like that alone. I was just thinking of school alone. I was just thinking of just things of this world. And I was so focused on this world. And that, what that experience really did was it woke me up to see, um, to really see like that life is so much more important. Like life is more important than the external things that are happening. Life really like the most important thing in life was relationships, my relationships with God and my relationship with like others, but like my relationship with God, because like what happens like, right? Like say I were to die, like in that car accident, what would happen then? Like, where would my spirit go? You know, like where would I be? You know what I'm saying? So, um, that kind of woke me up and it really like, um, I want to say it almost forced me to, uh, increase my relationship with God and prioritize my relationship with others throughout, you know, the rest of these years of med school. Yeah. I think I get, I have, you know, a similar experience. I was also, yeah. um, about a year ago I got into a car crash. It was pretty bad. Jeez. Um, and for me it was like, it was one of those things where like, you know, death was right there. Like it's, yeah. it's so weird to say, exactly. but it's like, it was so serious. And it was yeah. just, I think for me, like it was kind of the same. I remember like I was driving, um, driving to the Friendsgiving with my friends. Yeah. Um, and I was taking someone in the car with me. Um, we were talking about like really deep stuff. Like we were talking about like, uh, you know, like what, what, like why, like why, like why are we living? Yeah. You know, it was really weird. It was a really weird conversation to have, you know, kind of like, talking about like suicide and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then like that happened. And for me, it was like, it was such it, it, like, it was such like an eye opening experience. Cause for me, it was like, you know, like all these things that you talk about, like they're real things. 100%. Death is so real. And it's like, you can't just go about life being like, eh, like who cares? Like, you know, like, who cares if I die? Like, no, exactly. like, you, like it's so important because you know, where are you going to spend the rest of eternity in? Exactly. And like people don't realize it until those like near death yeah. experiences. Like I feel like we both have like, I mean, like it sucks that we went through it, but it's kind of an advantage, like knowing that, you know, life is precious and like our days are truly like numbered and limited. So it's, it's best that we, you know, invest in things that are important, which again is our relationship with God and relationship with others. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have to go through those experiences to yeah. realize that, you know, I agree. I mean, if you want any sort of proof, I mean, there's so much stuff out there. Like there's a book, I had a podcast about it up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, John Habib talking about his book, the Orthodox afterlife. Yeah. And I mean, that book is it, all it talks about is, you know, what's next, you know, what's the, you know, the life after life, yeah. you know, like what's coming next. And it's like a lot of times, like we don't realize how real it is. And sometimes yeah. we need these stories to remind us or these experiences that we have to remind us, be like, Hey, this stuff is real. Like God, not just God is real, but heaven is real. Angels are, are real. Satan is real. I think a lot of times yeah. we almost like forget that Satan is real yeah. and we kind of put it aside. We're like, no, like, like almost like we ignore the fact that Satan tempts us, you yeah. know, and it's such a dangerous life to live. Cause then you put all the blame on yourself. You know, there's so many different, you know, things. That's a whole, whole complete different conversation, you know? And it's like, we always have to be like aware. And I think that's one of the things as, as Coptic youth growing up, that one of the biggest issues we face is that we're not necessarily aware of all the things going, just youth in general, but we're not yeah. aware of all the things going around around us. Like we're so in our own bubble, in our own bubble, sorry. Yeah. Like we're so like go to church every Sunday, you know, hang out with friends during the week. And it's like, 
we get into this routine of doing the same thing over and over and over again, and we like become lukewarm. Hundred percent. And uh, like what you just said right there kind of reminds me. Like, so I was listening to this pod, like another podcast, and it was basically like they're saying like, so imagine you were driving to a certain destination. Okay, let's say you didn't have GPS. Okay, but you're driving and you're driving the wrong direction. Like that's a kind of like dangerous thing not like physically in this world but like that's kind of I feel like how we are in life sometimes we're just you know driving you know in our own lane of life you know going our own way and we don't even realize we might be going the wrong direction Mm. so um, I feel like yeah it's huge like for us to you know consider that at least embrace you know that tension um, to see if like like are we going the right way or or are we not because yeah it's important yeah and I always think like you know, it, it's so weird because we know what the right way is. Yeah. And so many times you like, you know, choose to ignore it. And like a great example of that, you know, not even when it comes to sin, but like, you know, we're called to spread, you know, our faith to others. And a lot of times we kind of like we get shy about it. Or we don't do it. Yeah. So how exactly do you spread your faith to others around you? Yeah, that's a great question. So for me personally, I try to like, so I, I try to kind of develop a relationship with the person first. There's no way I'm just going to be like, hey, do you know who Christ is? And, you know, first I have to like, you know, talk to the person, introduce myself, get to know that person, figure out like what their story is. And then once I could do that, then I could kind of probe and see like what would be their like best next step, you know, in Christianity. So I would like, you know, I could tell you like a very recent example, like not this rotation. My last rotation was a psych rotation. And, um, you know, I just met this guy. He, he's also, like, in medical school. He was doing this rotation with me. And then, uh, you know, we start having a conversation, and he kind of opens up to me, and he was like, yeah, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm seeing two different girls at the same time. And, like, he was basically telling me, like, like it's super stressful. I hate it. Like, it's just, like, it's like you know, they're teaming up against me sometimes. I'm like, geez, man. <laughs> but, like, I, I – so I was like, okay, so – I was like, okay, what would be the best next step? Like, I don't know if he knows God or not. But so I was like, you know, I told him, I was like, I don't think we're designed that way. I don't think that, you know, like we are meant to be living or like, you know, being like being in a relationship with two different people at the same time, like in that intimate way. And then like, he was like, yeah, I mean, I guess. But like, you know, I feel like everyone could do their own thing. Anyways, uh, weeks go by and we're still like doing the same rotation. And then, you know, like. Uh, so by the, like the end of the rotation, like out of nowhere, I see him like open up, um, like a Bible app or like, you know, the, the Bible app, like a Bible plan. And it was like, like, I don't know. I, I probably should have not been like looking at his phone, but it was like creating me a clean heart. I'm like, what in the world happened to this guy? <laughs> like, I was so confused. But anyway, like eventually, like somehow, like the conversation sparked up with me, him and another classmate. And like, we just started talking about God and we started talking about the church and we started talking about all these things. And, like, you could clearly see that he was trying to, like, change something. I don't know, like, what started it or what sparked it. But, like, he did say, like, it was stressful. Like, this way of living that he was living, like, you know, you know, with two different people, like, at the same time, trying to figure things out in that way. It was just super stressful to him. And then there's, like, a lot of stressful things that were coming up, like, in his life. Like, we have step two coming up, which is, like, a medical board exam that we have. And, like, that was stressful for him. And, like, all these things kind of led him to try to pursue who God was. And I feel like, you know, just, again, just finding, like, what that next step is, you know, maybe it is introducing, like, the fact that, you know, there is a designer of life, 
or maybe introducing the fact that, you know, um, like there is a church because maybe the person does believe that, you know, there's a creator. So maybe like the next step is, okay, hey, like come over to this youth group meeting, like come over to this Bible study that my church is having or come over and like, let's, let's play ping pong. Like, you know, me and my friends are going to play ping pong, you know, stuff like that, just to kind of simply connect them to, you know, like just basically to find out like what that next step is to, to connect them to the church and ultimately connect them to God. That's a, that's a really good story. And I think like, you know, like something you said in there, it's like, you know, like you don't know what sparked that change. Yeah. And I think no, a lot of times, like we get so caught up on trying to be the spark of the change. Yeah. Like we always want to be that spark where it's like, you know, in your case, it's just, you know, planting the seed. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a very common theme. I think even in the last like, you know, six or seven podcasts that I filmed, like that's been a very common theme yeah. of just planting the seed. You know, and I think like, you know, like in general as Christians, what we need to do is just plant the seed. Like God is going to do his work. He's going to, he's, he's working. He's going to do his thing. Mm -hmm. Like we can only do so much, you know? So for, I think for, for a lot of us, it's like realizing that we, like we have a job. We either plant the seed or we give increase to the seed. Right. Like it's, it's a combination of the entire church body. You know, it's not just you. And even people who you don't even know that have effect on that, you know, it's like, even the people who are just praying, you know, for you as an individual to bring light to another person, they play a role in that person's, 100%, you know, yeah. salvation. It's just, everything is so connected. Yeah. You know, there's a saying that like, you know, your salvation is connected to everyone around you. And it's true. Like a lot of people don't, don't like to say that because it's like, you know, no, it's like, you know, like I don't want to be responsible for other people's sins or I don't want to be responsible for other people's salvation. But it's like, to some extent you are. Yeah. Right. And not, not like you're hundred percent responsible for what they do, right. but to some extent to like, share Exactly. You yeah. have to share that message. You have to be open, you have to be perceptive. You have to give a good example, you know, and you have some stake at hand in every single person's salvation, yeah. you know, that you encounter. Um, so I think as, as Christians, like one of the things we need to learn is kind of, you know, that we're planting the seed that we're not, we're not that spark plug, you know, and I yeah. think a lot of times it's very hard. I know. So like the way I kind of think of it is like, you know, let's just say there's like a hundred chains connected together. And like, it's like, like the beginning of the chain, like represents like the person not knowing who God is at all. And then the end of the chain is that person completely and fully surrendering to God. Like we might be like chain number, like 22, like in that thing. But there's like, you know, like if, if I bring him to that next chain or next step, and then, like, another person from my church brings him, like, a step further. And another person, like, like another Christian somewhere else, like, brings him a step further. Like, obviously, God is playing a huge role in all of this. And, like, he's guiding us with his Holy Spirit. But ultimately, like, it's just a step-by-step-by-step-by-step, like, decision. And I feel like that's kind of what evangelism is like. If everyone's doing their role, like, literally, like, as long as the person is willing and open, like, they will choose Christ. I think even in our own personal lives, everything is step by step. Yeah. You know, not just Christianity, like everything we do, like even if you look at the school system. Step one, step two. <laughs> exactly. You start with one plus one, then you go to two plus two. Yeah. Then you go to like two times two. Then you go to division. Like everything builds up, builds up, builds up, builds up. And then you get to, you know, like series and sequences and calculus. And you have no clue what's going on. Exactly. Uh, that's where I am. Um, but like you build all these steps, these little steps to get you to that goal of, you know, whatever it is you want to say, whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. Right. But without that one plus one, without that two times two, you're never going to get there. Exactly. You know, so it's all about those, you know, steps up to the way. So, you know, in your own life, like how have you kind of, you know, taken those steps to, you know, 
not find your identity, but you know, find things that can complement kind of like your identity and complement your evangelism skills. Like what are some tools that you've kind of came across or learned? Yeah, I mean, I feel like a huge part of that, like complimenting, I like that you use that word. I feel like a huge part of that is just like figuring out like like the talents that you have and then using that like like using that for that goal that you have. So for me personally, like like God has blessed me with a lot of different talents and like I feel like just me trying to use that to like bring others to Christ, I feel like that's the way to go. Like music is one of them, for example, like music is huge for me and I I love music and like I love like creating music and you know I play different instruments and like record stuff and like just posting stuff online like that like like I, I see like sometimes the stats on my SoundCloud is like over like a hundred people listen to your like today I'm like what the heck like that's crazy I was just like posting songs just just for the heck of it but like people are actually using that and like people like it's actually being used for the glory of God so I really love that and like yeah just like figuring out like even if it may seem very small at the moment, just find out like what talents you have and then use that to, you know, uh, use that for the goal of, you know, bringing others to Christ. Yeah, I was going to mention, obviously, your music. And uh, for those of you who are interested, it's first link in the description. Yeah, plug it um, Yeah. <laughs> but how have you used music really to, um, like, with your personal relationship with God? Like, yeah. how have you kind of used music to, you know, push that a little bit? Yeah, so for me, I... I feel like, yes, yeah, so music is a huge part of my relationship with God. I feel like um, it's just such a beautiful way to connect with God in an intimate way. Um, so, like, I personally, like, like part of my spiritual canon is to, like, literally sing a song or two at night. Like, just singing to God, like, on my guitar, like, whatever. Um, just singing to God, for me, like, is has been huge. And, it, like, again, it just helps me experience God in a more intimate way. And I don't think you have to be musically talented to love music or even use m music in your spiritual life. I think that anyone could use music and that's why there are like several recordings and stuff like that. And like, you could listen to any song and like any Christian song and like that in itself could push you uh, closer to God. So um, yeah, there's many different ways to kind of go about it. Yeah, and I think, you know, when it comes to the <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of random. It's fine, I guess. I don't know. I don't know I don't why it's know. open. Yeah, it's just open. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, when it comes to the music side of things, I think, you know, everyone listens to music, right? Everyone, yeah. like, maybe not everyone, but like 90% of people, you know, like listen to music. Like a lot of, and a lot of times, like the music nowadays, I don't want to say nowadays, but it's not old, even though I'm not old at all. Um, but the music people listen to now, it's like so unedifying yeah. on every single level of what it is yeah you know like i've gone like you know i for so far i'm like two years without listening to anything not hymns but nice um yeah so for me yeah. it's like that was something i needed to change i think a lot of people they use music to express themselves or they, they listen to music to kind of you know just show like who they are like be comfortable yeah. with themselves or whatever you know you hear all the time like those things yeah and it's like you know, it's great that you create music for people that is edifying. What kind of effect have you seen your music have on others? Um, so, I mean, nothing like super specific, you know, like sometimes I do get like people saying like, oh, like this song is amazing, whatever. But like, like I personally, I think like that's something I don't see. I feel like that's something that, um, you know, people experience like when they listen to it, like, whether that be like on car rides or just listening to it in general, like as long as that like you know improves the relationship with god like that is 
that that brings me joy i love that so um yeah i mean i i really don't know like specifically how people are being impacted but i'm sure god is using it in his own way yeah and i i kind of relate to you with the podcast like yeah you know i see the view numbers it's like 300 i'm like like it's yeah, hard you don't even, know like even 300 views is hard for me to process like yeah. 300 people have to watch this like you know how much do they learn from it do they actually benefit from it and it's like you don't really get a lot of that you know direct information if you will you know a lot of times yeah. Yeah. and it's it's hard to kind of gauge like what you're doing but i think it all comes down to like you know just trusting what god's plan is you know mm-hmm. and always remembering that you know like God, God is always speaking to you in different ways. You know, for me, like, for example, something I've noticed, like trends on my podcast, because, you know, you, you have to be a big analytics guy in this, yeah, in this world. So yeah. for me, it's like things I realize, like there's so many small things, like, you know, any time in a podcast where, you know, start talking about God, the retention goes up a little bit. Yeah. And it's, it, it's kind of weird to me because I feel like that, you know, be the opposite of what people want to hear. Yeah. But it's for me, it's like, it's a very clear message from God that, you know, you got to start talk, talking more about God, at least in every podcast, you got to bring it up. You know, I feel like I kind of went away from that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, like I started off like that and I kind of went away from it a little bit. And now it's like, it's clear as day, you know, like don't change who I am for, you know, the sake of whatever other people see. And I think, you know, the same thing with your music, it's like, don't change who you are, you know, yeah. when it comes to your music, when it comes to you talking to people in general, because you can generalize this like massively. It's like, God wants you to be you because you play a specific role in everyone's salvation. Exactly. So you can't just be like, like you have to be yourself. You can't just be someone else because now you're taking someone else's role. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like some people are actually like hungry for this and we don't realize it. Like people are hungry for God. People are looking for, you know, something like a higher power, a higher being or something to believe in or someone to believe in. And they just like, they're hungry for it. And we have the answer. Like we have the answer, but we just sometimes are afraid to share it. And I feel like just knowing that, like, sometimes, like, sometimes we do feel awkward, like, you know, trying to talk about God. But in reality, like, people are looking for this stuff and people, a lot of people want to hear this. And a lot of people, like, are willing to, you know, at least take in or hear, like, what you have to say about God. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to add that in. Yeah, and I think, you know, like, for me, like, you know, I've said this so many times on the podcast, but, like, at, ever since I started this podcast, yeah. um, at school, it's like, what are the conversations about I have? Like, yeah. I think I talk about God more at school than I do at church at this point. That's amazing. You know, it's yeah. like, because, you know, people see that, I don't know what they see, but they see something and they want to know more. They want to hear more. And it's like, you know, I never, I never thought that would be the case. Um, when I started this podcast or, you know, when I was thinking about, you know, quitting or continuing, like, I never, ever would have thought that people would have came up to me and started talking about God. Yeah. Like for me, like part of the reason why I wanted to quit. Um, hey guys, before we get continued with the video, just wanted to put a quick word. Um, as part of this Coptic Life series, we've partnered up with an organization called Open Arms for Africa. And it's a nonprofit and it does a lot of cool things. Go check out their website. Um, so make sure to check that out. Uh, be Link in the description and enjoy the rest of the episode. I was at a point where like, you know, I wanted to quit like right before school started because I was like almost afraid what people would think of me or what they would say to me. Mm. Um, and you know, I still get the negative comments. I mean, I get the negative comments all the time. That's when you know you, you know. made it, yeah. when you have the haters. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made it at all, but you know, I, I, it's funny to me because I get the negative comments and stuff, whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like, I never thought I would have such a positive response from so many people. Yeah. You know, there's so many people that come up to me and ask me like, you know, just so many random questions about God or about, 
you know, podcasting in general, but like self-confidence or, you know, like, how do you talk like that and stuff where it's like, I never thought that I would ever, anyone would ever want to, you know, like hear what I had to say all the time. You know, part, part of the reason why I started the podcast is because my family and my friends got sick of me telling them stuff all the time. They got yeah. sick of me talking. Really? Yeah. Like part of the reason why is because yeah. like anytime there'd be some debate about something, like I'd always dominate the conversation. I'd always be talking about, you know, what I think. And they always got mad about it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start let me, go to a, let me go to a place where no one can tell me to stop. Exactly. And now <laughs> and people it, are listening to you. Exactly. Awesome. And it's it, it's 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 another reminder of how God like can take what's bad or what's negative, you know, about me always thinking I'm right and always being dominant and like turn it into something good. hundred percent. You know, and I've learned so much from, you know, podcasting that I feel like I'm more civil somewhat in conversations now, which is awesome. But that's a, yeah, yeah, that's a great plus. And I, I feel like, you know, for anyone with any talent, you know, when they pursue that talent, they learn so much about themselves and about God and about almost like how God wants to use them. Yeah. So I don't know, like you may be for music, like what are some things you've learned from music or like have kind of like changed who you are? I mean, like, I feel like, Music wise, like I don't, I don't remember being like. I feel like God definitely blesses the talent that you use, like that you get, that you offer to Him. Hmm. So, like for me, music, I, I wasn't really like that great or professional at recording anything or like doing anything. But like, I feel like gradually, like as I started doing it, like I feel like God is blessed, and like even God, like even like my voice, like God has blessed my voice. God has blessed like my creativity when it comes to writing music. God has blessed like even like so I started off like playing like the flute and then like and then I started like once I used that for God like you know God has given me the ability to play drums and then God has given me the ability to play guitar and then piano out of nowhere like and this stuff like I promise you like like I, I, I could not do it without God and like God giving me grace um so I feel like yeah I feel like God just blesses whatever talent that you offer to him it's just a matter of like you offering yeah you know? I think you know when it comes to God like he, for him it's, it doesn't matter like you know for me it's always like you know like i have like recent decision in my life is like where i'm going to college yeah and it's like does god really care where i go to college not really if i bring him with me yeah right god all he wants is for you to bring him with with him like it doesn't like it's not that he doesn't care but it's like does it matter if i go to here or here or here like in god's eyes yeah like no it doesn't as mm-hmm. long as i bring him with me you know like does it matter if I have a podcast or if I have a radio talk show or like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. You know, does it matter if, you know, you know, I play this sport or that sport? No. Yeah. You know, a lot of people kind of get caught up in all those decisions and it's like, God, he just wants to be with you. Right. It's not like he, he'll go wherever he'll do whatever for you. He just wants to be, he wants you to have a relationship with him. And I think a lot, a lot of times we forget that. I agree. You know, and sometimes like, since we're talking about identity, like sometimes we define ourselves based off maybe these certain talents that we have yeah. and it causes it like that to be our identity, even though we know like this is not going to be something, you know, that's lasting forever. The only thing that's lasting forever is God himself. Mm-hmm. He's the creator of all things. He's the one who lasts forever. But our talents, even here on this earth, like they're all going to eventually fade away. You know, like our life is like a vapor in the wind. Like we're, a, we're like a flower that blossoms and then eventually dies. So like, and that's true even with our talents. So it's important for me first and foremost, like to remember that like, you know, all the talents I have right now, like these are not the things that define me. And I just need to remember that like in the future and knowing that like the only thing that defines me, the only thing that anchors me is God himself. Yeah. And I think a lot of times like when our faith, <laughs> we'll just wait for that to finish. That's okay. 
It's not even like you can't really hear it in the headphones. I can't. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. It's just distracting. It's, yeah, it's That's distracting. Okay. Um, but um, like faith, a lot of times, like when our faith gets tested, yeah, you know, those are the times where we like lose sight of our identity. Um, so how do you kind of deal with like your faith getting tested? So when it comes to faith, I feel like faith is like a muscle. You know, like I feel like I've gone through several trials like in my life like and i put god to the test almost through those trials and i was like hey god like i have this problem i'm offering it to you i'm still gonna you know do my best and struggle to be faithful to you but ultimately like god is always gonna be faithful to us regardless of what we do so like i feel like so if faith is a muscle that means like the only way to increase that muscle is by going through trials by going through hardships and then seeing god's deliverance through those hardships and like I've I've noticed personally like yeah I don't know what that, I've noticed personally so many times in my life where like I was like completely dead in a situation and um like I seen God raise me from the dead from like those situations and those I guess those um, events alone I, I don't know uh, caused me to like really um, increase my faith yeah I think you know for me as well like. Um, like you always think about like your lows and your highs. Yeah. You always think about like your lows and your highs in life. And it's like, it's always your lows are like when you like, <laughs> that's actually so funny. Like your regrets are like, it's okay. That's okay. I mean, yeah, I, it's I hear you. That's what editing's for. Yeah. Editing. Exactly. Um, do you usually edit like um, everything? Yeah, I mean, I have to go through it, make sure like, you know, a lot of, because the issue is like, I release these so long after I record them. Yeah. Like it used to be where like, I'd remember, you know, you know, what things would go wrong or like if, if there was something needed to change. Yeah. But now it's gotten to a point where like, I just have to watch it again. Yeah, you have like, to watch I, the whole thing. Dude, it's, and it takes I, so long. Like, I'm sure. I think the one I'm, I edited that's coming out tomorrow, I edited mm -hmm. on Monday. It's like I recorded that like January, like the second week of January. Yeah, so it's like, like I'm not that conversation that. is like yeah, yeah. Like this one's coming out, I think, like mid May. Wow. Okay. So cool. it's like, you know, I've just gotten to this point where I'm so far ahead. That's awesome. Where it's just like, but now it's like now you have to like actually re-listen. Which I think like, is fine. I mean, yeah. I don't mind it. It's just like, you know, it's time consuming. Time consuming. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, That's but cool, um, though. looks like they looks like they finished talking. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Faith we were talking about faith and like increasing and strengthening our faith. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, like if you look back on your life, like the times where you like regret doing things or like when yeah. you're at your lowest lows or like the times where like, you know, like you almost like forgot God, if you will. Yeah. And you look at the best times in your life or the times where you felt, you know, you're at your, at your top or, you know, at your best. And it's like, those are the times where your relationship with God is the strongest. Yeah. And it's like, it's so obvious. It's mm -hmm. so obvious that, you know, the highs are the highs, the lows are the lows, and we still choose to, like, you know, ignore those signs, and we choose to kind of be like, you know what, nah, I got it. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't really make sense because, um, you know, everything is, everything is, you know, yeah. in God's hands. Exactly. You know, so, like, why would we try to put things in our, into our own selves? And it goes back to that, you know, like, being the spark plug. Like, we yeah. can't be the spark plug for anything. Right, like we can only do so much, and God has to do the rest, and He does do the rest. Yeah, but we have to trust, and we have to believe that He will do the rest. I agree, and I think a huge part of that is like just offering like 
like your five loaves and two fish. Yeah. Like just offering that and then see what God will do to bless. Give give God like your best and then see like how like how much he's going to do like to finish the rest. Um, I don't know. That, that I, didn't mean to, I, didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to make that rhyme. But, but yeah, um, I feel, yeah, just offer like what you have. Give him your best and see like what he does. I, I, like, and you'll see, like try him. You'll see, like taste and you'll see that the Lord is good. Like he will like, really go above and beyond what your expectation is and he might like and sometimes like we are tested in life and we won't like actually see like the full deliverance of god in that situation at the moment right now but i promise like at the end of life you will see like why god has put you through this situation why has he allowed you to suffer with this and then like you'll see like the deliverance of god um like throughout your life yeah i mean i look back and i see like like you can see why yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah any last thoughts? Um, no, dude. I love this podcast. I listen to it all the time, and I, th- <laughs> I you, think George. you're doing a great job. Um, so, yeah, keep that up. Thank you, man. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule um, to go on this podcast, especially with all the extra stuff going on in the background. That's yeah. why we're getting a studio. <laughs> yes, yeah, And uh, please nice. make sure to like, comment, subscribe, turn on post notifications, um, share it, and check um, George's SoundCloud in the description. Thank you all, and see you next week. Peace. Peace.